Today, my dear faithful, is the fifth Sunday after Pentecost. And the epistle is taken from the first epistle of St. Peter, chapter 3. Dearly beloved, be all of one mind, having compassion one of another, being lovers of the brotherhood, merciful, modest, humble, not rendering evil for evil, nor railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing. For unto this are you called, that you may inherit a blessing. For he that would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him decline from evil and do good. Let him seek after peace and pursue it, because the eyes of the Lord are upon the just and his ears unto their prayers. But the countenance of the Lord upon them that do evil things. And who is he that can hurt you if you be zealous of good? But if also you suffer anything for justice' sake, blessed are ye. And be not afraid of their fear, and be not troubled, but sanctify the Lord Christ in your hearts. And the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 5. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, Unless your justice abound more than that of the scribes and Pharisees, you shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to them of old, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whosoever is angry with his brother shall be in danger of the judgment, and whosoever shall say to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council, and whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. If therefore thou offer thy gift at the altar, and there thou remember that thy brother hath anything against thee, leave there thy offering before the altar, and go first to be reconciled to thy brother, and then coming thou shalt offer thy gift. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. If therefore thou offer thy gift at the altar, and there thou remember that thy brother hath anything against thee, leave there thy offering before the altar, and go first to be reconciled to thy brother. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, the Civil War was the most devastating war our country has ever known. For during this war, over 600,000 American soldiers lost their lives. Amidst all this suffering, the Sisters of Charity played a tremendous part. Not only did they care for the bodies of the soldiers wounded on the battlefield, but they also cared for their souls. These sisters earned many graces for these battle-hardened men by their untiring efforts and sacrifices in the hospitals. Now, one day, two sisters of charity were walking through the streets of Boston. There they were confronted by a wretched man who hated the Catholic religion. Seeing their religious habits, this poor soul flew into a rage and terribly insulted the sisters. Not long after, this man was drafted into the army. 
While fighting in Missouri, he was wounded in battle and was taken to one of the temporary hospitals run by the Sisters of Charity. Of course, under the Sisters' care, he was treated most kindly. Nevertheless, despite the ceaseless efforts of the Sisters, the man's wound had proven to be too great. He neared his end, and the sisters attending him begged the poor man to ask God's pardon for his sins to prepare himself for the judgment. Sister, replied the dying soldier with a look look of deep remorse on his face, I have been a bad man in life, but there is one act that weighs more heavily upon me than all the others. The sister inquired, and what is that? The man cried out, I once insulted a sister of charity. Then he continued, sick as I am, were she only here now, I would fall at her feet, beg her pardon, and die in peace. Then the sister, looking compassionately upon him, replied, She has already pardoned you. The dying man looked up in wonderment at her, and the sister explained, The moment you were brought in here, I recognized you, and long ago I pardoned you from my heart. The soldier felt a lump grow in his throat as tears began to fill his eyes. Why, he began chokingly, why then have you been so kind to me, to me who insulted you so much? You have been even more kind to me than all of the other sisters here. The sister looked at him with loving eyes held out her crucifix for him to see, and then reverently kissed it. I did it for him, she said, pointing to the crucifix, for him who loves souls so much that he died for them. The man was touched to the heart. He answered, Please, sister, please send for the priest. I want to make my peace with God and become a Catholic. Soon the priest arrived, and shortly after making his confession with the priest, the man soon passed on to God with that sister of charity praying fervently at his side. In today's gospel, my dear faithful, we see how much our Lord desires us to live in peace and union with our neighbor. We see how much he values brotherly love. In fact, he values this charity so much that he numbers it among the two great commandments and names it second only to love of God. In fact, these two loves are so related, they are so intimately tied together 
that we cannot have one without the other. That is, we cannot love God Almighty without loving our neighbor as well. And nothing more easily destroys this love of neighbor than the terrible vice of anger. Simply put, anger is the inordinate desire for revenge. It is a strong feeling of displeasure combined with a desire to punish those who offend us. Anger is so dangerous because it can be so strong that it blinds our reason. That is why we can even seek revenge for an offense that is not even real, but we only imagine it to be true. For when our reason becomes blinded by our passion of anger, we can no longer think logically. We can no longer realize that we are going too far and that all we seek is revenge, not justice. That is why our Lord forbids us even to be angry against our neighbor. It was said to them of old, explains our Lord, Thou shalt not kill, and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you, that whosoever is angry with his brother shall be in danger of the judgment. Now, it is true, my dear faithful, that in modern circumstances, we may feel it hard not to become angry. Seeing so much anger and hatred in our country, seeing so many injustices being done to good people, and being constantly bombarded with this bad news by the media, we may find it extra difficult to keep our peace today. Nevertheless, we must do this. We must not let our anger get the better of us. For as our Lord has said, revenge is mine. Leave it in God's hands. Our Lord does not want us to get angry, to seek revenge. No, our Lord wants us to forgive our neighbor for any and all offenses which he may have committed against us. Our Savior wants us to imitate his example, that supreme example he gave us of forgiveness during his passion and his death. For when he, innocence itself, was being nailed to the cross, far from being angry with the soldiers who drove those cruel nails through his most sacred flesh, our Lord sought pardon for them. Father, forgive them, he prayed, for they know not what they do. It is said that on account of this prayer of our Savior, many of the soldiers later repented of their crimes and converted to the faith. However, at times, it is we ourselves who offend others. 
And our Lord says, if we should ever unjustly offend anyone, we must seek pardon from him. If thou offer thy gift at the altar, our Lord says, and there thou remember that thy brother hath anything against thee, leave there thy offering before the altar, and go first to be reconciled to thy brother, and then coming thou shalt offer thy gift. It is by forgiveness, my dear faithful, not revenge, that we earn grace for souls. It was the heroic meekness of that sister of charity that won the heart of the dying soldier. She forgave him his insults. She treated him more kindly than all the rest. And her Christ-like charity, her true love of neighbor, earned the grace that that man needed to make his peace with God. If she had held a grudge, would that man have saved his soul? Therefore, my dear faithful, whenever you are tempted to anger, when someone or something upsets you, and you feel the passion of anger rise within you, Look to our Lord. Look to him upon Calvary, meekly and patiently nailed to the cross. See him there before you and hear his words of forgiveness. Ask our Savior that you too repeat those words. Ask him to grant you peace and patience, the grace to meekly endure all that is troubling you for love of him. And if someone is offending you and causing you to become upset, turn from the anger and forgive that person. Forgive him from your heart by saying a prayer for him. Just by saying a simple Hail Mary for that person. By doing this, you will be imitating our Lord's example and earning many graces, not only for that person, but also for your own soul and the souls of those whom you love. What a difference, my dear faithful, it would make in our world today if all would imitate the loving forgiveness of our Savior. If all forgave others as our Lord did, the love of God would truly reign supreme in our world because all men would love their neighbor. Let us, as Catholics, my dear faithful, set the example for this world, that true Christ-like example of brotherly love, especially during these troubled times, For if we do this, we will truly win many souls for God, just as that sister of charity did, and we will earn for ourselves a crown of eternal glory. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.